Hi, guys. Welcome back to Resting Bitch Face. Hi, Julie. Hello, beautiful. You and um, your cute little backwards hat. I love it. Thanks. Um, that that this is what I wear when my hair is greasy or Perfect. and or my roots need to Same. be done. It's Same like here. literally like listen, thank God for hats, thank God for eyebrow pencils, and mm-hmm. thank God for ring lights. Those are like yes, the three yes. life necessities. Listen, <laughs> football season has started, yes. which I know like 5% of our listeners care besides me. I was going to ask you how your first uh, Sunday, was it, is it Monday night or Sunday? When do you watch football? Well, su- football games are Thursday nights, Sunday all day and Monday nights. So okay. I watched most on Sunday. Um, This mm-hmm. is the first year I'm doing a fantasy league. So, you know, kind of a little more exciting to watch other teams. Okay. And uh, but the Bills played their first game last night, a very unfortunate loss. Mm. Um, But the whole thing was because they're playing the Jets and Aaron Rodgers, you know who that is? Yes. Okay, so this was his like first game with the Jets. This was super hyped up with like, I think the third play or something, he went down. He allegedly tore his Achilles. So he's going to be out for at least the season. That sucks. I know it was messed up too because he like stood like he got sacked and then he like stood up after the play and it looked like he was fine but then like he just sat back down on the ground and then like they brought the card out at one point and he was like trying to walk and he was like hobbling and they're like he's questionable to return to the game it's like well no shit he can't even fucking walk you're not gonna put him back out there anyways this got me thinking about him did you hear when he did this like retreat before that like during the off season so he did some retreat because he wasn't sure if he was gonna like stay with green bay or go to a different team blah 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 blah. and he's kind of known for being like hippy dippy but he did this retreat where he was like in the middle of nowhere in a cabin in the pitch black for like two weeks um they like give you food like through a little doggy door type of thing and you have absolute no light no media, no phone. You're just literally alone in a dark room with your own thoughts. That sounds like torture, honestly. I mean, (laughs) you know, like I've told you in the last few weeks, Ryan and I have been watching The Walking Dead and there is like that whole season where they've got the chick like in the room, exactly the same, like in the dark, feeding her food through a slot. Like what? 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 It's I was thinking about it and I was like, I feel like I could do that for like two nights at the most. That would drive me nuts. It's a lot. Um, Don't they have like those um, sensory deprivation tanks too that you can go to for like an hour or something? And it's like, like almost, I think it's like a bathtub, like warm water or something. And they close it. It's like a little, not a tube, but like a capsule Oh, I know exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Miranda did one of those on and just like that. Oh, (laughs) of course she did. You know, I thought those were really crazy the first time I heard about them, but I was like, maybe that would be cool. Like you don't have anything else to think about. Like just, you know, there's no sound, there's no distraction. Would you do something like that? Fuck no. And the reason being is I'm way too claustrophobic. I was going to say that could be an issue. Yeah. Not a chance. So what did you think of the movie The Descent? 
I've never seen it. And I know it's I know it's on my list. You can we're doing our horror movie month next month okay. and you can write it on your list of movies to recommend. Did I ever to me. did I ever make you watch The Ruins? Okay, those are like the same movie to me. No, they're totally different. Okay. But I didn't make you watch that. Did I don't I? think I I've just... seen either of those movies, okay. honestly. All right. I already got my movies that I want you to watch. <laughs> okay. I actually okay. watched uh, a new horror movie that I found on Paramount Plus over the weekend. Um, what I'm is it? still kind of processing it a little bit. It's called Hypochondriac. Okay. And it's about this guy. Um, I don't know. It's one of those movies where it's like so hard to explain the plot without like giving away the whole movie type of well, thing. Well, yeah, then don't tell me. Um, but I don't well, know. He's a I, hypochondriac. I mean, the, the title doesn't really go with the movie because hmm. it's not what you would expect at all. But he starts to, I don't know. Okay. I would just say this it's probably a mix of like psychological thriller with body horror. So, okay, um, I'm into that. It's about this gay man, his relationship, his his like relationships at work, his relationships with his mom. Um, it's interesting, but I would okay. definitely recommend it. And let me know what you think. Well, and didn't you watch Bo is Afraid also? I did watch Bo is Afraid. All and three hours it? of it. All two hours and 59 minutes of it. Oh, my God. That's a long. Oh, so long. It doesn't feel that long, though, when you're watching really? it. Yeah, okay, it's that's really good. good. That's a sign of a good movie. I need it's to watch that. Visually stunning. It's like everything. It's funny. There was some parts in it that honestly made me like laugh out loud. Like it was. It was okay. Good. Yes. Okay. Cool. I'm. Uh, I'm excited for Ari Aster's next project too. I looked it up after because I was like, you know, he this this motherfucker just better be pumping movies out. And yeah. apparently his next movie is going to be somewhat of like a Western mixed with um, like some COVID-19 shit is going to be in it. And if okay. someone if someone were to like tell me that premise of a movie with anybody else directing it, I would be like, OK, I don't I'm never going to watch that. But yeah. just because it's him, I'm like, I was going to say, I'm so sick of talking about COVID-19. My God, like I'm done. I'm done honestly i just like whenever people will say like oh you know we're gonna go in lockdown again like the next strain of the virus is coming like mm -hmm. uh, no yeah it's not happening i refuse so, like, to i i am not acknowledging <laughs> that in my physical reality i know we're like we're not gonna manifest that shit no. okay it's mm -mm. not happening i quit my job on friday and I'm like determined to make my business work because I hate working for other people so much. I hate it. I hate being in someone else's office. I hate commuting during rush hour each way. Like I hate it all. Mm -hmm. So I really want to make my business work that I already have. And I already have inventory for it and everything. So I've been thinking, you know, like positive thinking, reading positive books and thinking about manifestation. And I know that you are a big person with manifesting. But when you start to listen to podcasts about it and watch YouTubes about it and get into it, it feels so overwhelming. So how did you first get into manifesting? Did you read a book that you really, that really helped walk you through it? Did you do like the, 
write down your ideal day exercise. I don't even know where to start. I'm so overwhelmed just thinking about it. Um, It's really not that overwhelming. Like there's all these TikToks like, you know, say affirmations to yourself a hundred times a day, but saying affirmations to yourself isn't going to do shit unless you truly believe it. I know. It feels like so unless you truly sometimes. act it out. So people who sit there and say like, you know, I write down that I want to have $500,000 in my bank account 500 times. It's like, that's not what manifesting is. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. And you know what, like, if, if that's what makes you feel good, then absolutely do that. Because in my opinion, it's all about feeling like feeling how you want to feel, you know, like raising your vibes, if you will. But for me, um, it was just changing things about my life and about myself and then seeing how things changed in my physical reality and then being like oh maybe there like is something to this so for my personal journey it wasn't like I'm gonna manifest a new life or anything it was just um like organic changes in my life slowly starting to happen just positive changes just like moving in a positive direction not specifically like I'm gonna have this car, this house, this much money in my bank. Okay, I yeah. can get more on board with that. And then yeah. real like realizing like I don't know cuz I I've seen thing like things have played out in my life and I'm like this is something that I thought about like 5 years ago or something. Yeah. Like it's 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 wild how it actually happened. So I wouldn't say there's like one specific way to go and if you're feeling overwhelmed with trying to absorb too much information then with trying to learn anything, that's not good. It's right. one thing at a time. But for me, it would be like trying to just like raise your vibration, trying to just like always feel how you want to feel all the time, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. And just not worrying. To me, that is the number one thing that I at least struggle with and that I feel like a lot of people struggle with is like, because when you like when we grow up we're literally taught like I'll believe it when I see it like Mm -hmm. that's what we're taught but you literally have to believe it before you see it and you have to have so much faith in like your outer universe that it's just gonna happen because for me personally I feel like things happen the second that I don't think about it or I don't worry about it anymore you know and so many of us struggle with like anxieties over just everything day-to-day life. So I feel like that's literally the biggest battle is just like believing that, you know, your inner reality is going to become a physical reality soon. Everything's going to be okay. And you know what? There's some teachers, teachers out there on YouTube and stuff like that. Like a lot of it's fucking bullshit. Like I'm just going to say that straight up. There's, there's, too well no there's like you know there's the big ones like Joe Dispenza and everything like that like I'm reading one of his books right now he is phenomenal um he teaches more he teaches about like healing your physical body with your mind um okay and then but there's like two people that like I really listen to that are like smaller podcasts and stuff okay that's just me well I know you listen to your what is it your manifesting bestie Mm-hmm. Okay. Flora Saviv. I'm gonna butcher her last name. <laughs> her first name's Flora. Her last name, um, Savivos or something. I don't know. I'm not good at pronouncing last names. Um, 
but she is I just like her I just feel like um her her podcast just gives me such like energy like she makes she just literally makes me feel like I can literally do fucking anything um she's the manifesting bestie yeah so okay and the, I just, you, you know what? It's just about like what you consume. Like I listen to music that makes me feel good. I listen yeah. to podcasts that make me feel good. If I'm in a shitty mood and I don't feel like listening to something when a podcast I like starts, you know, talking about something dark, like I turn that shit off because I'm trying to yeah. keep my vibes at a level at all times, you know? Yeah. You know, something that helped me out in the last couple of weeks is I went into my podcast app and I created separate playlists for different genres of podcasts that I was listening to, because I would find that when I was just going to the list of new episodes and I'd scroll through, I'd be listening to a lot of true crime, a lot of negativity. And so I made like a comedy playlist, a true crime playlist a pop culture and recap playlist. And then I just kind of organized them that way. That way, like during my workday or something, when I'm already kind of miserable because I'm at work, I was listening to comedy or recap podcasts, you know, and just making sure that I'm, I do find true crime incredibly interesting. So I do want to consume it sometimes, but I cannot be sitting there listening to that all day long. It is so dark. Um, But I think that definitely was helpful for me. Um, Yeah. Another thing is just like realizing that because you're changing your inner being it's so it's so Mm -hmm. hard to explain but just because you are changing your inner self like things that you once really enjoyed and stuff like you'll no longer like and stuff like that like you'll and that part is kind of hard for me honestly Mm -hmm. um like you know when I was dancing like I fucking used to love working at the club and everything then COVID happened and I started changing things about myself and then when I tried to go back after COVID like I physically could not even take being in yeah there you anymore. were like not ha- like you couldn't even be there something that I loved and I thought I was going to do until I was 35 and yeah, it just but you knew it wasn't good for you you were like I'm drinking too much I hate being there and so it's just like well-being you physically will like not be able to take places uh certain people that you used to really like um friendships will start dropping off like I look at um some of my friendships people that I thought were going to be in my life for a long time and like the universe like literally pulled me away from them and I I I look back on that and I'm like that's because like our vibrations didn't match up Mm -hmm. like we just don't we don't connect anymore like there's there's nothing and it's yeah not that I wish that person harm or anything but it's like we're just not meant to be in each other's lives anymore because if I were to stay in that person's life like it would just hold me back from my from like who my higher self is you know yeah um it's it's a lot of crazy you know what and a lot of people think it's like woohoo this and that which I can totally understand too but there are scientific like studies behind this like it's Mm -hmm. as real as the law of gravity like it is a true real fucking thing oh I totally believe in it I think that I might watch um the secret again I do every time I watch the secret I feel like positive and empowered and inspired Although I do believe that you have to utilize the law of attraction with action. You can't just be like, I'm going to visualize a million dollar check and then suddenly a million dollar check is going to arrive. It's like 
you have to put, you have to be, you know, smart enough to put those things in action. But I did want to tell the listeners about the gift that the universe gave me <laughs> the other day that I was, I was texting you about it. Um, I, well, and I guess I'll kind of go back a little bit and say this, like, I think that one of the most difficult things in my adult life has become, or has been stepping away from religion, being a Christian for 30 years of my life, and then deciding, I don't believe in God. And I like, especially like not as God is defined in the Bible, and I don't believe in Christianity, and I don't believe in religion. And that can definitely rock your world as a human being, just that that like core foundation of what you believe taking that away is really difficult. And so I, I definitely think that I need to be invested or aligned with the universe or the greater good as it is, because especially since I don't believe in God anymore, I have to believe in something because when you don't believe in something, it's so depressing to think that just, this is life. It's just, I'm just, traveling through life. It's depressing. Um, but it's really funny because you and I have been talking about positivity and manifesting things. And I got a notification from eBay the other day saying that my shipment was on the way and like providing me tracking. And I was so confused because over the past couple of weeks, I have been finding books that I wanted to read. And then I go, you know, save them on eBay because it's like $4 instead of $25. And I was like, I didn't order anything on eBay. I haven't, the last thing I ordered from there, I received already. So I open up the app and I look at it and it's the book, The 4-Hour Workweek, which everyone knows a really popular book. But I was like, I didn't buy that. I may have like watched it or put it in the cart, but I did not like go through the motions of selecting my payment type because I don't have one by click on. That's too dangerous for me. But like... I didn't go through the motions of like setting up the payment, checking out, selecting my address. I didn't do any of that. And I get this notification that my book is on the way. And I look back at the purchase date and it was August 31st, which was like a week before I even quit my job. And I told Justine, I was like, the universe gave me a gift. (laughs) This is a gift from the universe because I left my job. I was like, kind of having some anxiety over what am I going to do next? How do I make this work? And then all of a sudden the universe is like, Hey, your, your blueprints on the way. I thought it was really crazy. Yeah. Things things happen in like super strange ways sometimes. Like, um, like I've heard stories about people who like 10 years ago posted something for sale online or something like someone had like an art gallery or something. I totally forget what it was. And they totally forgot that they had posted this painting that they had in their house. And then someone offered them 20 grand for it. Whoa. And it's just like, whoa, I had this fucking thing in my basement that I forgot about. And like I put it on Craigslist 10 years ago. Wow. Why wild shit will happen to That's you. Crazy. Like, you know, uh it's crazy. So um yeah. I love it. I'm I'm looking forward to reading it, although I have put together like a stack of books over the past two weeks that I want to read. And you're right, it is addictive. Like I've gone to several thrift stop thrift shops with my teenager the past few weeks. And I mean, the books there are $2. It's like, how, 
if you see anything even remotely interesting, it's like going in the cards. And I now I have this stack of books that I need to read. Did you end up going to the thrift store the other day? Okay, so I actually that? went yesterday. Okay. And did you get books? Um, I didn't buy any books. I was Whoa. tempted, but I actually okay. didn't. Um, this thrift store for all my Canadians out there, this is Value Village, which is like the chain of thrift stores in Canada. So um, okay. these ones I've been seeing all over the internet, like their prices have been going up a lot. Like mm-hmm. the, a lot of the books were like five, six dollars. So I was just like, maybe I would That's have bought lot. this too. Yeah, it is a lot. So I feel like the next thrift store I have to go to has to be like a like not one not like a big chain one like that like you know yeah. like the smaller ones um like I remember uh I think it was last summer maybe even the summer before I bought uh he's just not that into you for like two for like because it was yeah. like four <laughs> books for five for five dollars or something even cheaper okay and it's like I'm fucking engaged I'm buying myself this book like just yes it's okay. there. It's, you know we always say it's required rbf uh reading or viewing it is the movie. and it's important. I actually I actually saw the book at the thrift store yesterday which is funny um, oh my gosh I love it so two things one I bought one shirt it's okay. it's my type of shirt sleeves crop top open back uh seven dollars and then I saw it was from Sheen and I was like, this is uh-huh. probably fucking $7 brand new. Why did That's I just exactly buy this the conversation I had with Alex the other day. The exact same conversation. Okay. So she's like on this thing now where she wants to have a deep or she started like a Depop store or she is mm-hmm. and finding she loves to find like vintage or like and retro like 90s clothing and stuff like that. She loves clothes. So she wants to wear them, sell them, wear them, sell them. So we've been going to the thrift stores and even there, I feel like is pretty damn expensive. Like a pair of jeans is $8. That seems like a lot for me from a thrift store. I mean, it's cheaper than anywhere else, but a lot of the shirts are like 5 to $8. And then she did pick up like two different shirts yesterday that were super cute, but they were from Sheen and they were like 5 or $6 at the thrift store. And I was like, I'll go buy that brand new for you on Shein for like $3 or $4. I was yeah. like, I'm not buying anything Shein from a thrift store. Yeah, I agree. Because it probably cost $2 brand new. I'm not doing that. I love going through the the man, the man section mm-hmm. and going through like the the t-shirts because you can find some like retro ass t-shirts mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah, it, you know, you, you just have to keep going. And also when I was at the thrift store, I was like, I can totally understand how people become hoarders. Yeah. Because like you go to stores like this and there's so many cool like knickknacks and it's like, oh, yeah. that would be cool in my house. Like, for example, I have this really fucking cool backyard now here in Alberta. Like, oh, yeah. Fireplace, nice deck, no yeah. behind neighbors. My, I just look onto a field. It's fucking beautiful there I found this thing at the thrift store yesterday it was a sign and it it said something stupid on it it was like life's too short to drink cheap beer or something but it had right. like a beer opener like on it oh, that's and I'm cool. thinking like oh that would be cool for my backyard remembering you that did- I I have a built-in beer opener like on the deck uh, and I'm just oh, okay. thinking like 
it would be so easy just for me to come in here and just buy stupid shit like that and fill my fucking house with it. Like, I can totally understand how it happens, I guess. So when I thought of that, I was like, oh, you could paint it and put something better on it. Like a bulls thing or bills thing. (laughs) Bulls. I was thinking I was going to say Buffalo Bills and then I so it ended up being bulls. Their college Um, team is the Buffalo Bulls. So, oh really? You know. Yeah. What um, are bills? What are bills supposed to be? Like buffaloes, like bisons. But bill. What's okay, a bill? so when I think of like buffalo a... bill, I think of like Silence of the Lambs. But buffalo <laughs> bill's a historic figure, right? So, like, yeah. Okay. So, but people like debate about this all the time. But like the their logo like their picture is supposed to be like a bison or like a buffalo right so what are the buffalo bills i i don't know but that's from buffalo new york half of these half of these sports teams like i i have no idea what they're trying to be yeah yeah i my high brain is like i you know my my edible kicked in for sure now this is the same edible that i took the first night of our family vacation, mm-hmm. um, I I took the whole thing not thinking. I was so fucking high at that rodeo. Oh my god, I took a half of one. I'm pretty. I'm feeling a lot better than I did this week. <laughs> oh my god, I don't even remember the last time I took an edible. Oh. Actually, I do. I lied. I was with Erica in Minnesota. Oh, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> that was the last time. But that doesn't count because I was like drinking like and everything too. So it's like, I, it's, I don't yeah. remember the last time I was high, like just on an edible. Yeah. Edibles I aren't really my thing. Them. Yeah. No, I usually vape, but this early in the morning, I didn't want to. So. I don't like how they don't kick in right away because yeah. then I feel like you never know. Like, because if you took too much, it's too late. Yeah you know well and you always forget that you took it so then you're like why do I feel weird <laughs> it takes you a minute to remember god yeah, yeah I I need to do one like while I'm watching some trippy movie like maybe I'll like watch hereditary again or something and take you one, want like, to right get before. high and watch some okay so I wanted to get high and watch Bo is Afraid but I figured maybe that would like I but I never get anxiety when I'm high so I just was worried that maybe it would be too intense or too like scary to do to watch when high. I only watch movies when I'm high because oh. um be- okay because like this sounds so stupid but like I can tell if the acting is good if I'm high or not. Like sometimes I'll watch a movie and I'll be like this acting is fucking horrible because like my stoned brain can tell. So like if I'm super stoned and I re- I sound like such an idiot right now <laughs> but like if I'm super stoned and like I forget the person's acting for a minute like <laughs> I know they're fucking good you know I love that so much oh my god that's I mean that's perfect yeah that's my uh that's my way of telling <laughs> academy awards Oh, man, that is so funny. Actually, I was thinking, too, like one of the best um, scenes, one of the best representations of what it's like to be high was in Midsommar. I always feel like such a snob saying it that way, but that's how it's supposed to be pronounced. 
Um, but in the scene where they drink like the mushroom tea and it's showing like how it felt to be high in that like go like a uh, field, I was yeah. like, holy shit, this is good because it really seemed like it feels like when you are high on mushrooms. Yeah, it's definitely a good depiction a of scene. of like a trip for yeah. sure. I've been wanting to rewatch Hereditary, but god damn that that scene at the beginning <laughs> fucked me up. I've only seen it once, but I should probably rewatch it to try to understand it better. I know. I need I really want to rewatch that movie too. It's so fucking good. At the end of the the movie, I just kind of was like, what the f- fuck (laughs) like i'm not you know that's how a lot of people feel about tusk but maybe we can do that for our horror movie month hereditary oh that'd be good i got a yeah i mean i got a few in the back of my head that i'm like i can't wait itching to rewatch and to talk about we should do some kind of a countdown episode to like our 10 favorites or something how many more weeks are in september Today's the 12th um, as we're recording this because like, I don't know, I, I feel like it's already fall. Fine. I'm down to start a little early whenever you want to. <laughs> it's too early. Whenever um, you want to commit to watching a scary movie once so, a week. <laughs> so three weeks from now will be October 3rd. Okay. So we're getting close. I went to Michael's the other day and they have so much good Halloween stuff and all of their stuff is always on sale. It's crazy. Yeah. But then I think to myself, like, why buy this new when you can go on Facebook Marketplace and people are like giving stuff away or selling it super cheap? What's the point in getting it brand new? I know. You know? I'm a um, thrifty girl. Thrifting is the best. Fuck yeah. Um, have you seen this like just to completely switch subjects? Have you seen this like Jimmy Fallon drunk thing? I mean, I've seen, I've heard a little bit about it, seen a little bit about it, but honestly, haven't people been talking for the past 10 years about how he's an alcoholic? I don't know why we're all surprised. Well, there was one video that I found and I cannot find this video. Like it's not on YouTube. Like I feel like Jimmy Fallon's people have completely went through all of YouTube. Probably. Um, I can't fucking find this thing anywhere, but I think it was originally a TikTok And it was some girl being like, I was like stoned on the couch one night and I was watching like the late night show or whatever. And a common was on it. And she's like, I literally had to sit up because I was like, Jimmy Fallon is fucking drunk in this. And she showed the clip and he's like slurring his words like crazy, like repeating himself over like, okay, looking like a damn fool on live TV. Well, um, so you don't you haven't seen the videos elsewhere because I feel like they've been circulating a lot, but maybe it's only social on social media. Well, here's the thing. I don't have TikTok, right? So like the okay. only TikToks that I see are people who repost them on like Twitter or on Instagram. Or sorry, right. X. Oh. X. It sounds it like it always trips me out when I go to quote unquote retweet something and it it doesn't say that anymore. It just says repost. It's like it just doesn't hit the same. I think it's crazy that you're still on Twitter or X as it is. I literally have not logged into a Twitter in probably 10 years. See, and I think it's fucking crazy that people are on TikTok. 
Oh, I love it because I'm I will short never download span. I will never download that app again. That's TikTok. So what do you do? Waste your days on reels instead? <laughs> um, it's 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 a lot easier to exit a reel, I find, because they okay. show a lot of repetitive stuff. So it's like you start seeing stuff again and it's like, oh, okay, I've already been on this That's for like five minutes. There's just not enough stuff. Like so many people are not posting reels also. They're kind of just sticking to TikTok. So yeah, it's not you don't have like the same it's not like unlimited doesn't stop right. so yeah so I personally prefer that because then I'm like oh I've been I've I just saw the same one twice I've been watching this for too long mm-hmm. um also I just find that like the reason why I got rid of TikTok to begin with was just because of I feel like that's the worst social media out there like the comment section like I feel like people are brutal on that more than they are on any other social media like Hmm. even YouTube YouTube's not like that people are actually somewhat nice on YouTube yeah there's something about TikTok that makes people effing vicious man it must be because it's it's like it's uh aimed at a younger generation so it might be that you're like people are running into a lot of like mean girls in high school or in their early 20s if yeah. you think about the, you know, the ages of most people using TikTok, that makes sense. I don't, I don't like it. TikTok gives me the no. heebie-jeebies. I love it though. I can waste so much time on it. I love it. Ugh. Um. Okay. So speaking of, uh, th- I did screenshot this thing today because I wanted to read it to you because it's fucking insane. Okay. Um, this was like okay so the original post was a twitter slash x post and it was someone's like tiktok and it's one of these where like i don't even know if you could see it you know when someone just like writes what they want to write like on their thing and it was like thinking about the time so it says thinking about that time my ex wanted to go to couples therapy so i paid my friend to pose as a therapist and she gaslit him the whole time oh my god and then i was reading the comment section and then someone was like i have a better one or whatever so this screenshot is from i think reddit and it's like what's the most disgusting secret you're hiding right now So it says, my wife went out drinking with coworkers and got shit-faced. I had to struggle to get her inside, blackout, drunk, crying, puking. It was a nightmare and not the first time I've seen her doing this. After putting her to bed, I shit on the driveway next to her car door and told her she did it while drunk and told her the neighbor saw her do it. She found it going to work the next day. She has not gone out drinking since. This was four years ago. Well... I mean, that's some fucked up shit. It is fucked up. Like, why would you even think of that? I would like that would never in a million years like cross my mind as a good idea of something to do. But it worked. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's pretty fucking gross. That's disgusting. That's okay. When people talk about gaslight this, gaslight that, that's what that's the true fucking definition (laughs) of gaslighting is, people. It's not talking down to somebody. That's not what gaslighting is. This is what gaslighting is. Yeah. Uh, The first time I actually read about what gaslighting was, like six years ago, maybe, there Mm -hmm. was a whole Reddit thread dedicated to it. And it was people who had actually been like severely gaslit by people they've been in relationships with or family members yeah 
And there was one story of the girl, like, I forget what it was, but it was the girl, like, thinking that she was sleepwalking. And she was, like, going to all of these, like, sleep clinics and everything. And then eventually someone was like, why don't you set up cameras in your house? And it was her man getting up in the middle of the night and, like, knocking shit over and doing shit to make her (gasps) believe that she was the one that was sleepwalking. Whoa. Because he wanted to make her feel like she was crazy and she was, like, ruining their lives. Like, intense fucking shit. That's crazy. See, I like videos like that because the comment section is the best place to find all kinds of drama. All kinds of drama. And you know what? You know what I love? I love real people gossip. I love gossip about real people. I love celebrity gossip, but I really fucking love real people gossip. How do you feel about that? Uh, I don't know. I don't mean like people that I know. I'm not saying like a friend of mine or a family member, but like when you're on TikTok and you end up down a rabbit hole of like these, these Frankie people, Ruby Frankie or whatever, who was... They were um, Christian vloggers who were abusing their children. I love to go through all of that rabbit hole. The shit that they were doing to those kids is crazy. Like they weren't feeding them. They had like rope marks on their arms because they had been tied up. And these are obviously like Christian family vloggers. Yeah, I um, Beyond the Blinds talked about them a little bit. So from what I understand, her YouTube channel was about disciplining your children in like, um, uh, I guess like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so then the one child like escaped and then they realized how bad it actually was like starving them, Mm -hmm. marks on him, whatever. That's too dark for me. That's like that's ex- the dark stuff, that's right? So dark. I I can't. And well, honestly, yeah. I'm a big vlog watcher. I have a ton of vloggers that I'm just obsessed with and I watch all of their their stuff. Um but as soon as somebody has a kid, I will like unsubscribe from their channel like right away. Good. Like yeah. it's it's it and it's not it's not so much like you know, I'm morally against this because hello teen mom. But right. it's more so like I don't care about YouTube channels where like your whole personality is that you you have a child and you're like this mommy vlogger. Like yeah, even I don't like stuff. I don't like mommy vlog shit because I am so like, and that's another reason why I probably need to step away from social media a, a little. I'm not like your typical mom, and I see all these videos of these you know preparing these perfect little little bento box lunches, different lunch every day, blah, 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 blah. So much of that is such bullshit because yeah, look at this Ruby Frankie person. Like she's talking like she's the pinnacle of godliness in parenting. And she's, she's basically like traumatizing her children in a basement or some shit, but you end up looking too far and then you lose your whole life following these people. Like simple treasures for you. Yeah, that's one that I just, I don't even like to look at her. Honestly. I think we're all just waiting for her to like break up with John. They'll probably get married, but John, the bl- the blind guy, he is such an asshole. But she's kind of an asshole too. John, so. the blind guy. That's, she called him the blind guy forever until he was on camera. Jesus. And he had a name. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, Amanda doesn't think he's blind, so... 
I mean, is Stevie Wonder even blind? That's another one. We'll never know. Uh, the world may, may never know. I love it. Um, I feel like you and I are slowly starting to get into Patreon kind of territory over here. So before we do, did you want to talk about Sister Wives? Did you watch yes. the new episode? Oh, did I? I think it was the worst monstrous display we've ever seen of Cody. Was he worse in this episode than he's ever been before? Or was it me? Um, Worse in what way? The things that he said were so awful. Like, oh, when he, when him and, um, Nathan, I want, I, for some reason he looks like a Caleb to me, but I know he his name's Nathan. Like a Brandon or a Caleb. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. seem like Nathan y to no, me. No. Um, I, I think Nathan. He's no Nathan from, Griffith. I was going to say, I think Nathan from Teen Mom or Nathan from One Tree Hill, and he is neither of those. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. <laughs> um, is that what you're talking about, though? Like that whole scene? I mean, the whole thing when he's like, he's like, you know, Christine left and Janelle this and I don't, I don't know what to do with Mary. Like, why is that bitch even here? And That's my favorite part. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with Mary. Talking about how he and Robin are so hot for each other that they have to really tone it down in front of Mary out of respect. Um, I mean, oh, saying that Janelle is the reason he doesn't have a relationship with his kids and I, I'm so I didn't know that Janelle was like controlling his cell phone is he not allowed to call his children or text them he just he's allowed to he just doesn't and that's his thing but just blaming everything on everyone else and talking about you know Rob and my loyal wife my kids who still love me da 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 like I just this guy is fucking awful and the worst thing about it is he probably like thinks that he's the, he's the good guy in the in the situation and on the show well I don't think he thinks that because in that scene he I actually will say I did appreciate his honesty when he was talking about how he's had like all these dark thoughts and he's like you guys wouldn't even want to know how dark I've gotten like I actually appreciated the honesty there because I never really saw that coming from him and this goes to what I've been saying about him where I think he's ready to Chris Benoit like I, that's what yeah that's what other people are saying too like that he this guy is gonna like commit a murder yeah he's it, gonna freaking Chris Benoit himself and his family I don't think so fucked up no he loves Robin. Robin's the only loyal wife. She's the only obedient wife. He's not. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't love Robin like he clearly does. But like, um, even when Robin was like crying and she's like, things aren't like as good as people think they are. Like, there's like a different side to him. Like, I don't I don't know. I think he's dark. I think watching this whole thing play out is dark. I think uh Christine being like so happy and everything is like the comedic relief we kind of need on I the show. It. Like when they show her, it's like, oh thank God, there's like some like lightness to this show. She's like bursting with sunshine. She's so happy that she's not with Cody anymore. Like there's that one scene, I think it was in the last episode, where she was laughing like <laughs> I'm just so glad I don't have to be married to him anymore. And it's just genuine joy that she doesn't have to be sad anymore. I love it. Honestly, just whenever I watch that show and they show footage of like all the kids together, I know that's supposed to be the like happy times in the show or whatever. 
But all I think about is how fucking disgusting it is that those are all Cody's kids. Like, it's so gross to me that you have, like, all of these children. That's a lot of kids because, you. I mean, you're not getting pregnant every time you bang. So, like, if you got 16 kids, how much were you banging each wife that year? Like, good fucking God. It's just not even that. It's I believe the only time him and Mary have ever had sex is when she got pregnant with Leon. <laughs> Truly. I will go to I my don't freaking so. deathbed saying that. Nope. I don't think so, because I think during the first season of Sister Wives, they seemed pretty hot and heavy for each other. I think they were fucking for a long time until probably just a couple years before the catfishing. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think the whole situation in general is just kind of interesting because this man who thought that he wanted to be this like head polygamist you know and then he meets this woman and then it's like all of a sudden he doesn't want polygamy anymore Mm -hmm. and it's so fucking obvious but instead of manning up and saying that he's just decided to like put the blame on everybody else it's really sad and interesting to watch the family crumble and also the other thing I wanted to mention is Um, I saw this post on Reddit. I actually wish I saved it, but it was talking about how people think Janelle is the financial kind of guru of the family because she does the family's taxes. Mm -hmm. But this person made all of these good points about how Janelle is actually the least financially responsible out of all of them. Yeah. And they were talking about how like how she bought that stupid trailer and then her Cody's truck wouldn't tow it or whatever so then she bought like an $80,000 truck on top of that just to tow the fucking thing and then she didn't even end up living it and it's like that is a fucking dumb financial thing to do like I love you but come on yes but no because I think that she I think and I said this like at the beginning two three seasons ago when she was first getting that trailer she's setting herself up to leave that's why she got the truck that could tow the trailer and why she got the trailer and she figured i'll park it on the land and then when i'm ready to go i'll get in my truck and drive my house away and i i don't think that that was dumb for her i absolutely do not because she knows that if they separate somebody's probably going to hide money or she's not going to be able to spend money during the separation because like until you're divorced and your finances are sorted out you're not allowed to make large purchases and so I think well they're not legally married though so but I think that she was trying to take money to put into assets so that when she wanted to go she could get the fuck out of there no matter what the situation her home is on wheels everything she needs is right there and she can drive it away i don't think it was a dumb decision actually oh. she's not gonna have to like go rush she, and try to did find... she still have that thing did she mention what she did with it did she sell it i don't think so i think maybe it's just i was thinking she wasn't gonna live in it during the winter because it is pretty cold in flagstaff in the winter so i was thinking she was just gonna like stay in an apartment in the winter and then on the land in the summer. I don't know. I don't remember her saying that she got rid of it. Okay. I wouldn't have. I mean, yeah, I would keep that thing just to like mm-hmm. go on vacation with, honestly. Yeah, I mean, just not even. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. live in it, but um, I'm a little too bougie for that. I could live in it. I 
would love it. <laughs> See, I I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. That's I can't do the carrying the water pack and stuff. Like, listen, was, I need my yeah. baths. That I was need... a little bit different. Yeah, for sure. I need yeah. my big screen TV. Take <laughs> yeah, it would be like a like a projector screen in the that's the that's how big it would look. <laughs> take up your entire wall. <laughs> oh my god. Um okay, so the other mental note I have about this episode is like how her boys came to visits for Christmas. Mm -hmm. First of all, Hunter's so fucking hot. I don't care. I think he's so hot. Um, second of all, I always confuse Gabe and Garrison. I don't know which one's which. I know they're two different people, but they're the same person to me. The one yeah. with the long hair that was in the kitchen cooking with Janelle. That's Garrison, right? I, I don't know the difference between them. We have to move. <laughs> Can I use a lifeline? Can I call Amanda right now? Um, yeah, you could, she'll tell you exactly who's who. <laughs> um, but but seriously, though, put your hair in a fucking ponytail instead of like yes. hovering over the food with Oop. it. It was giving me such anxiety watching him hover over that disgusting looking lasagna with his curly hair like an inch away from it. Ugh. Well, it's mock lasagna because they use bow ties instead. No, that was Mary's. Mary oh. uses the butterfly noodles, she called them. Oh, butterfly. She says, I don't care if the package says bow tie. They're butterfly noodles to me. Um, uh, listen, I have respect for her for going to that Christmas with them. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot. And uh, next episode, it looks like she's piecing the F out. So good for her. I hope so. I was really hoping that we were going to get to see both of them leave. So do you think that Mary left before Janelle? Because I thought Janelle left and then Mary left. I mean, with what the coming attractions for next week shows, it seems as though it is that way. Because it also showed Janelle talking to Christine like, you know, because of my religion, I I don't feel like I can just like up and leave. And Christine was looking at her like she was crazy. Well, if Mary and Janelle kept their separation a secret for that long, I'm going to be very surprised because from what I understand, this season was recorded, was filmed like two years ago in 2021. So if they went all the way to 2023 until people discovered that Mary and Janelle were gone... I would be very surprised. I'm oh. wondering if we don't get to see anyone leave until next season, if it takes part in 2022. So it's, it's so frustrating how far behind it is. And from so, real time, it's and too why? much. Why is it? Why is it so far behind? If you were filming in 2021, why are we not getting this footage until 2023? That's crazy. And the thing is too, like they need to start, forcing these people into situations to film together like a lot of re other reality shows do um yeah. you know doing things that they would never normally do in their real life because there's not even enough footage for an episode every single fucking episode is half pictures that we've seen in every other episode <laughs> That's whether so it's the pictures from before they were on the show or the that like photo shoot of them like in flag yeah. stuff. Like I'm <laughs> I get it. Like I don't need to watch I don't oh, need to watch an funny. audio with just the pictures in the background. It's very <laughs> annoying. 
I don't know, but the whole thing is complicated, though. I honestly, every time I watch it, you know, I know everyone hates Cody and Robin, whatever. I always have such mixed feelings because, especially about Robin, honestly, and here's why, because she clearly wanted polygamy. Yes. Like what whether she joined this family to get on the show or to get famous or whatever. She clearly right. wanted to be a part of that. So a part of me does believe her though when she says she's like upset about them leaving. Like I don't I don't think No, I believe that deep down she's like, Mwahaha, I'm glad they left. No, um, I don't think she wants to be a monogamous. And I think that she wants to be a plural wife, but like in adult entertainment terms, the bottom bitch out yeah. of the- <laughs> Yeah. You know, she wants to be number one exalted Robin. And then she wants all the little peasant wives down here. But yeah, she wants plural marriage. But she's one of those girls that we've talked about before who just wants to win. She's got to win. She's got to be the best. And um so now she's mad that everybody else got pissed off that she was exalted all this time and they weren't getting any time. And sometimes I do feel bad for her. Sometimes I'm like, it's not her fault that he, that she's his favorite, you know, like that's not fair. Um, but at the same time, then she says something like when she says to Mary in the next episode that she was upset that she felt Cody was not spending enough time at her house bullshit see i'm excited for that i'm excited to see how that all goes down i'm excited to see and, the reaction yeah. yeah i'm excited to see the extent of that conversation so that we can get into that a little more i it's also a straight up lie no it's obviously. a lie like and that's where you go okay robin is a fucking bitch like because she actually she knows exactly what she's doing and she's trying to play the victim and and to say that you thought he wasn't spending enough time at your house when he's there four days a week and he has four wives well let's do some math you dummy obviously he was at your house way more than he was anybody else's house i mean another part of me feels bad for robin not because of the things that you just said but because um I feel like Cody likes her more than she likes him. Like, I feel like she gets the ick from him sometimes. Yes, I, yes, yes, I agree. When he, when he's like, like, I feel like he's one of those dudes that's like super clingy, like needs to touch all the time. And she's like, can you not touch my leg like that when I'm like trying to drink my coffee at six o'clock I think in she's the into the affection. I just think she doesn't want to be with him 24 seven. Uh, it's just it's so hard for me to like really not get into it but it's just hard for me because any of these people I would never like I just don't understand their thoughts with like the whole religious thing and with um, wanting this type of lifestyle and just certain things that they say and do like just throughout the years like it's just completely out of my realm I guess right so it's 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 difficult for me but at the same time it's like it's definitely entertaining I definitely laugh every single episode um it's it's a beautiful disaster I guess it is that's the greatest way to explain it 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 is wonderful seeing these women's 
start to get strong and stand up for themselves. I love watching Mary. It was first just just uh, Justine, Janelle, but now I'm seeing Mary start to get pissed off and talk about how oh I've never heard of sacrificing sadness whatever he said it was yeah it was like the sacred sacred loneliness she's like i've never heard of sacred loneliness that's stupid while like, she was yes, shit face hammered like she's really like letting it out in this episode i felt like she was a fucking smart ass bitch i liked it i know like even blair was watching with me yesterday and he was just like she's fucking hammered right now listen to her slur (laughs) (laughs) i love like the idea that she just has a giant like her giant stanley full of yeah her tumbler Um, it reminds me of uh, in Jessica Simpson's audiobook. She talks about that, how she always had her like tumbler cup with her straw. And she was like, yeah, Crazy. there was always vodka in that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I loved her autobiography. Oh, yeah. One of, the, so one of the best celebrity memoirs that has ever, ever come out. When does Britney's book come out? It comes out next October month, October right? 24th, I believe. Okay. I have, I have it on, it, right? I have it on pre-ordered. I also, by the way, um, have been listening to Juicy J's audiobook, The Chronicles of the okay. Juice Man. I know that's very, you know, like uh, kind of hardcore hip hop like that from the South. And yeah. the, the 90s is kind of like whatever, a weird thing for some people. But the thing, it's such a good book. And he talks about how he like truly made himself a musician and like instead of talking about like you know the the quote-unquote like hood shit that he did which I kind of was more expecting he doesn't get into the details of that which I kind of like but like the thing I don't like about it is that he doesn't narrate it himself I feel like if you're a celebrity and you have a memoir you it should be like a requirement to narrate that yourself yeah that is so stupid. See, that sounds to me like the publishing company just wanted to buy the rights to the book and he just like signed it over and was like, do whatever you want from here when it comes to like marketing or whatever. Like, I understand that narrating a book is like a very, a very difficult. Like, um, yeah. You know, when I had the pleasure of interviewing Brian Moylan, who um, wrote the Housewives book, I told him that I listened to it on audio and he narrated the book himself. And he said that like write, writing what he or reading what he wrote was harder than actually writing it. Like he said, like the long days in the studio, like it, like he explained that it's a lot harder than it seems to be. Yeah, I, be- it- I believe that for sure. Um, But at the same time, it's like, come on, you're a vocalist like yeah read your own book I don't know I think it's just I think that whenever you're reading in front of other people I don't know about you but anytime I've had to read in front of other people I start to get nervous and maybe like fall over my words so I don't I just think it'd be a tongue twister because you'd be talking for so long yeah no I I feel like whenever I have to read out loud I go into like a different voice like even when I was reading that like reddit thing earlier (laughs) I felt like a different person like this isn't how I talk I don't know I have a customer service voice like that (laughs) oh Jesus Christ (laughs) of course you do a completely different voice when you're on customer service things 
Oh yeah. It's like that yeah. meme. It's like me after coming home from a long day of pretending to like people. It's like you take your Scooby-Doo it's mask like a off. Scooby mask. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. all right. So do you want to get over to Patreon and get a little more? Yeah, let's do it. Juicy. Juicy J. Um, <laughs> speaking of juicy, yeah. Um, the only other thing I wanted to say really quick is I want everyone to watch the show Beef on Netflix. I know I'm yes. super, super late to the game with that one, but watched the whole season in two days, which I don't do that shit anymore, but it was so fucking good. And um, it's it's just a really phenomenal show. Give it a chance because you won't regret it. That's all I have to say. All right, cool. Uh, Those are my you final guys... words. Do you have any final words? <laughs> my final words. Oh, my final words is that I I made a note when you were talking about that, and I was like thinking that we should name our Patreon tier Juicy J's. Oh my god, I love it! <laughs> All right, I'm going to change it today. <laughs> um. Also, Juicy J got his name from Juicy Fruit Gum. Which was the most like anticlimactic reasoning behind the name Juicy J that I was ever. I was like, didn't it have tattoos? They came with like little tattoos, didn't they? The Uh, rapper. Not in Canada, babe. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that (laughs) I'm pretty sure that here, Juicy Fruit. That one had a zebra on it, right? It was yellow with a zebra. I think it was. But I think that sometimes the the little wrapping that the gum was in had temporary tattoos on it. So you just like put it on your skin and wet the back and you'd have like a zebra tattoo. I remember This may be the Mandela effect. Uh, Maybe I'm like imagining this. I think it is, babe. Okay. All right. We'll look that up. All right. Well, Uh, we're going to go to Patreon and find us on Instagram. You guys know how to do that. We don't need to walk you through it. Yeah, everything will be in the show notes. And um, yeah, come to Patreon. Hey, bye. Bye.